and we only standing here now without a goodbye and maybe i am the fool you call me cause i'll be standing waiting to hear you say to me I'm ready, you know, I'm ready to love you. better sing you. your own background. Forever, forever. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Go ahead. Well, give me your background. Your, no, no, no. You had it all handled and held down. Hey, love P-O-P. now. <laughs> Come on, kid. Come and oh, love me. Lord. <laughs> forever more. Forever more. There we go. Yes. Praise the Lord, niggas. Ooh, praise him. We are here back again whew, to discuss the ghettos of adulting. The ghettos. What's going on, man? What's happening? Uh, just what's the haps? Just got off of um, my second airplane ride of 2020. Oh, my word, my word. The first one was pre-pandemic. Maybe my third. Uh, and and the this one was the first one um, since the panty happened. Do you feel clean? Oh no, <laughs> I feel like a dirty whore. No, <laughs> no shame to sex workers ever. Um, <laughs> I no, but I do. I you know I was feeling sure, 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 unsure, unsure. But I got on. You know I needed to go work and uh, make sure that we fulfilled our obligations to our um, LA ticket holders, which was beautiful. Thank you all for your support. Um, You know, we kept it very, very safe. Everybody stayed in their car, gave them their bags, stayed masked up. Everybody came very respectful, came with their mask up over their noses, showed love. Love to see it. Love to you, love to XD, love to everybody. So it was very, you know, I was really happy that we were able to try to give somebody a special experience and also do it in a safe way. Um, and I kept myself safe and I got my COVID test the day after I arrived. Um, negative, of course. Otherwise, was it a rapid test? I did. I got a rapid test, the one that gives you 15 I don't know, minutes. Like, I don't think that they, they don't have any rapid tests in this area. Um, I don't think they're at, so we have them here. Uh, they're not as readily available, I noticed, in L.A. as they are in New York. But they they have something we don't have, well, where you can hire a nurse to come to the house uh, from a rapid test clinic and they will test you at the crib. Oh, well, that's very wealthy. Yeah, it was fancy. But uh, got tested and everything was good. And I'm going to get tested again tomorrow um, since arriving back. And then, you know. Just kind of going going about and hope everything is good and stay quarantined and stay safe. I just want to make sure I keep, you know, all the people around me safe. And, you know, I know mm-hmm. I try to be as responsible as possible, but I also, you know, it, you get on a plane, that's a risk. So I have to make sure that I get myself checked out so that, you know, nobody is nobody is uh, in jeopardy. But outside of mm-hmm. that, you know, things are well. I'm tired. How are you? I'm doing okay. Um, it has been a very strenuous work week. Yes, it um, is. But I am, I am pushing through. Yes, you uh, are. Because that's what we have to do. But you know, I'm excited and looking forward to 
really gonna I'm gonna try to take some time off around Thanksgiving and also uh thinking about like what some time off in December would also look like. So we're looking forward to that. And I'm you know, I have to um, give you your praise, sis. I have to give you your praise and your props. You are you did have a stressful week. Um, you had a stressful start to your week. And the way that you are handling your stressful weeks and moments, I like, you know, I, I see it. I see, I see where you're trying to apply well, certain things. That. And I just want to make sure I call that out because that's not easy work. You know what I'm saying? I appreciate that. You know, I feel like I'm learning lessons and about myself and just trying to take everything in stride man because you know it's it's, it's hard when folks know your triggers yeah. and they trigger you yeah um intentionally so yeah mm-hmm. so that's all that's always something that's difficult to navigate but you know we making it um you're doing it we're doing it and that's just that's just what that is i'm glad that Everything went well in LA. I'm glad that yes, yeah. you uh, had safe travels, uh, Santana as well. Um, and, you know, I'm glad that it was a good time and that we were able to kind of share, you were able to share your talents and gifts with our uh, LA family. That's always a good time. Um, Gracias, sister. We miss, uh, I miss, I actually miss traveling, especially for like live shows and and things, um, you know, it'll probably be a while before we all get back together again. But um, it's it's it it was good. We had a good we had a good couple of years of good shows and good times with our our getting grown family um, and all of our loudspeakers family mm-hmm. traveling with the friend zone and the read always always a joy always a joy. And then 2020 came and. Sp- Macked us upside the head. <laughs> I mean, hit us all with the, you thought. With the he. Huh. Okay. Okay. Hit us with mm-hmm. the he and the ha. But here we are Absolutely. and we're all safe. And we'll talk about that a little bit more in the kitchen table talk. Uh, but before we get there, let's get into this trash. Basura, basura, basura. A clean up now, I don't know if it's just me. I'm going to be real tra- You know, getting grown is about transparency, right? We try to be. <laughs> Can I sure. just tell you, I have just not given a good shit about anything lately. <laughs> and it has just been so hard. And I don't know if it's because we've been dealing with politics or what it's been. But um, it's just, I just ain't, I just ain't been giving a shit. But I did pull some trash <laughs> together for you all. I just wanted, I had to get that off my chest. I had to make sure I was honest about that. It's just been hard to obtain trash. And I'm like, am I the only one? It's because we just don't care or what? But the first thing is that Michael B. Jordan is apparently people's sexiest man alive. I did see that and was stunned. Mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know what to do with that, Mm. but you know, my mother told me first, she called me this morning. I enjoy him. I'm not going to sit here and say that. I don't think that he is attractive. I do think that he is an attractive man. He's handsome. Absolutely. I do think he's an attractive man. Um, He just doesn't do the sexy for me. I think that's fair. You know what I'm saying? I think that's, that's fair. I do. I just, um, it's like a kid quality, like a, 
I think we have watched him grow up over the years. Um, that's for sure. So maybe that's what uh, he just got that in his face. <laughs> it's just. I mean, he's had he has his moments, right? I have definitely been like, okay, but I mean, just he's not the person that comes to mind no. when I think of a sexy man, like sexiest man of the year. But neither was John um, Legend. I felt the same way about John Legend. Exactly, huh? Uh, same thing. I felt the same way about John Legend. It was like, really? Wait, you know, maybe this just is not for me. Some things are just not my business. And I think the year before and that, I, it was what Idris Elba. So it was like, <laughs> or something like that. I mean, the, they're having like a run of black men or something. Which is I'm lovely. not sure what that's about. That I do appreciate. Yes. Well, we know what that's about, but <laughs> <laughs> we know what Lord that's about. Mercy. Now, if y'all name Lil Bootsy, sexiest oh, man alive, Bootsy. I'm I'm tearing <laughs> the house down because when I learned that, Never. you know what? We're gonna make that the next trash thing because. It wasn't even in there originally. I did not know that he was 38 years old. Boosie and I are the same age. I, yes. Boosie's actually, I had no idea. And I have, I have been saying that. I was talking to, who I don't remember who I was talking to, but I was like, you know, I have heard the kids call him Uncle Boosie, and that's something that I cannot say. Because um, he and I are the same age. I'll be 38 next month. You, you know, he was up there talking to Mike Tyson. Fantastic interview, fantastic, and I'm 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 thinking this nigga is like you know preaching to a peer. <laughs> no, I did not know he, is, he was he a is, young blood. He is, I mean, he is like my age, like legit. We graduated high school the same year. That's fascinating, fam. So me, Boosie, Fran, and Crystal and Dustin <laughs> are all the same age compatriots. Like we are, we are peers. And just to be in Which the same fascinates group me. age bracket, I just I was floored. I was floored. Listen, I thought that he nigga is a was millennial, a smooth, which fascinates like 47. me. Forty, he acts, he carries himself absolutely. He carries himself like a man of many years, right? Just uh, unevolved, without question. <laughs> just like, oh my god, I did not know, honey. But that was that was news to your girl. Um, same. So, Sinbad. Same, same. Oh, Sinbad is ill. Sinbad is not doing well. He uh, he is recovering from a recent stroke. Um, mm. He suffered a stroke. And so we want to make sure, you know, Sinbad, Sinbad been around. Sinbad been around. I don't remember a time when Sinbad wasn't around. Sinbad is a legend. Is. I think he is legend status, is. for real. Like, he has been Sinbad, you know, this, like, you know, all the way from being Walter Oaks. Yes. <laughs> Um, um, I mean, literally, like when I was a, a a young young lass, he was on TV, yes, and in movies as a you know a comedian. So like, if this is this is a tough one to to hear that he had a stroke and that he still is 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 not really in uh, is not really doing well. Yeah. So that's that's been hard. But we are praying for Sinbad. We are. And holding him in our thoughts and hoping and praying for us a recovery. Um, you know, this is just a hard time. And we are praying that, you know, 2020 just is relentless. But we are hopeful. Child, it's, it, it, is, it is not giving up. Oh, my goodness gracious. You see evil lurks everywhere all up and through. What was that? Detroit? I can't remember. Somewhere where they're trying to. Anyway. Mm. Um, I don't talk feel like talking about no politics. <laughs> Lil Wayne. Huh. Huh. 
Last hmm. year, your boy uh, was caught with a gun on a plane huh. and ammunition, possession of a gun. Huh. And, you know, the lock came back, honey. And they said, um, yeah, we didn't forget that this nigga had a gun and ammunition. <laughs> and we want to see you in court next year. And he could be facing up to 10 years in prison. Life comes at you fast, Wayne. Fast and hard. You want to be out here running okay. your mouth, bumping your gums. Your locks just hang on by a thread. You, Ice Cube's out here. That nigga talked out a turn in the 11th hour, and now he's going to suffer for the rest of his life. And then 50 Cent, we all know he's unwell. unwell. He's just not, not well. well 50 at Cent all. is not well. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately. But he came through trolling Lil Wayne because 50 Cent keeps flip-flopping back and forth. First, he tried to say, I've never been a Trump supporter. I didn't support Trump. I just didn't support Joe Biden's tax plan. I was trolling. I wasn't really going to blah, blah, blah. Whatever, Curtis. Curtis. You are not well, Curtis. And you are not you welcome. You're well. also not welcome. So please, beat it. Well or welcome. And so here he comes trolling, talking about, oh, Trump got 63 days left in office, Wayne. They trying to lock you up for supporting them. They trying to lock you up. For, I was like, why can't you just, you are too old, sir. I just want him to get somewhere and sit down and leave us alone. Sir, just have your money. Just be wealthy and leave us alone. Go seek, your, go seek alone. your child out as much as you seek out this attention. Please leave us alone. Okay? We just Go seek don't... out a relationship with your child. Oh, my word. Just leave us alone. Just hashtag have your millions. Cognac, make your money. And just leave the rest of us out of it because we are minding ours. We're minding alone. our business. We are. Why don't you just leave no us alone? alone? Let us figure it out. Okay. We don't need your comments or your commentary. We don't need it. We don't. We just just we would be so much further as a people if you would, would. just be quiet would. for just a few minutes, <laughs> please. <laughs> he won't, though. So you have to just look at him and go, he's not. Well. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's what I do. <laughs> and lastly, <laughs> Twitter. Oh, Twitter. Twitter came out with a story. You know what? <laughs> They call them fleets. I just wish. I just find. I said this as I said this on. Um, <laughs> I said this on uh, on Twitter. I said I am hard pressed to believe that there was not one person employed at Twitter who could not warn them against this. This was a bad idea. I don't know whose idea, idea it was. But niggas love it because niggas love a new way of nigging on the internet. <laughs> and that's really all that has been happening. Just <laughs> relentless nigging. Just nigging on so the internet. So much nigging. The niggas have been having so, a field day. They have. And then y'all called it a fleet? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. They lost their minds. We are. They lost like, their natural black ass minds. It's just. It's so much and not enough at once. You know what I'm saying? All I can tell you is I will not be fleeting <sighs> on the yeah, internet. Yeah, 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 yeah. I just. Won't do mm -mm. it. I wish that we could just. I won't be fleeting on the internet. And I wish that. I, I wish that. that many others would not fleet on the internet as well. But 
Listen. Yep. Just continue. Just do it in the, <laughs> in the privacy <laughs> of your homes. In the privacy of your own commode. Of your <laughs> own lives and livelihoods. Just leave the rest of us out of it. We don't need to be a part. We don't. But they won't. You know Whew. they won't. They are going to troll us to death. My gracious. With fleets. What a time. What a time. Twitter knew. They knew what they was doing with that fleets. Oh my gosh. Y'all so I aggravated. said, what in the world? Exactly what you would Why would you do such a thing? And why would you call it fleets? Peak. Why would you do that? I just know that this is how I know I'm getting old because it's just like, oh Lord, what do we like? Every day, like every day, it's like, <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> mm. Every day gets a day closer to the Lord coming. That's right. He's he's coming back because he's not going to he's not going to tolerate y'all acting like this. He just can't. <laughs> And I don't blame him. I just want to be ready. Oh my God! Did you see that young man on the internet who used a Kirk Franklin? Uh, I did. Sample? And I'm not going to hold you. <laughs> I'm not going to hold you. It is. It's, it is a bop. It knocked. It's a. Bop. It knocked for a moment. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I will say that and stand by it. It is. It is a, it is a moment. Nah. It is a moment. It is a moment. But this young man used a Kirk sample, Frank, uh, a Kirk Franklin sample for uh, the botch. Yes, he did. Yes, he did. But he's not the first. <laughs> oh, he's not. He's not the first. It won't be the last. Okay. <laughs> won't be the. Last. The girls have been sampling <laughs> Kirk be for quite some time. <laughs> <laughs> you are really tickled by that. Because it really takes me down. I'm like, I haven't heard any debaucherous samples using a gospel song, but what I tell you. I have. I'm surprised because I this is not something that is new. This happens often. That's a different level of trolling that I could get behind. That is hilarious. But um, what a time. Have, what a time. We have shout outs to get into. So let's do that. Yes, please. My is popping right now. Like. All right. Some positivity. Thank so, God. We have a shout out this week and it's an email. So we're going to go ahead and read that. She says, good morning, Jaden Kia. Greetings. My name is Tyra A. Sills and I am an Atlanta native and first year art history PhD student right. at the University of Delaware. All right. Get into it. Team typing real fast. I founded an editorial agency called Typology earlier this year to combat lost grant writing income thanks to COVID and would love to broaden my client base. I'm passionate about helping individuals and brands create the right verbiage to secure opportunities and feel that our getting grown family is ideal ground to do so. I do too, <laughs> which is why we picked this email. So it's the fourth quarter of the year and the perfect time to level up. Typology is an editorial agency that helps clarify the missions and offerings of brands and individuals alike to help them step confidently into the future. Whether your grant application isn't going well, your CV needs an IV, or your cover Come letter on. needs recovery, Typology can handle the task. Check us out, tell a friend, and book your consultation today. Um, Tyra says she's a huge fan of the show and grateful for the opportunity um, and sees a bit of herself in both of us. Are you raggedy like <laughs> me? Uh so we want, and she's privileged to be on the JV Auntie bench. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> While sis. we play the game, some levels ahead of you. We just go through that, so hopefully you won't have to. <laughs> but 
We wanted to shout out Typology. The website is ty-pology. I will make sure I put that .com in the description box. It's Typology, but it's just got the dash in between the Y and the P.com. Instagram is at ty.pology. <laughs> and all of that, again, will be in the description box. But shout out to you, Tyra, for using your skill and your knowledge to, you know, to build something that could definitely help others within the community. For sure. Another team type and fast member. So we'll be sure to put all of that for typology in the description box. Make sure you check that out. And we can move along to our kitchen table talk. Absolutely. If you're struggling to pay off high interest credit card debt, you need to take action. Help fight off high interest credit card debt with Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your job history in the form of a smarter rate. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart is completely online and makes it fast and simple to check your rate. If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. Free yourself from the burden of high interest credit card debt with Upstart. See why Upstart has over 6,000 five-star reviews on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com slash grown to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash grown. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. All right, y'all. It's one o'clock in the morning. You're in the bed. And you've got the covers pulled over your head to trap your phone's light so that your partner can sleep. <laughs> um, sometimes your phone smacks you right in the face. That's what it does to me. <laughs> but all of that is a small sacrifice to pay to play the best game ever, Best Fiends. You, should you be asleep as well? Perhaps. But there's a part of you that just says a few more minutes and a few more f- just smacks in the face with this phone. You're not flicking through the grams, tweets, or TikToks tonight. You're scaling the Best Fiends leaderboard. You see, your better half made the sorry choice of challenging you to a Best Fiends face-off. So you're going to let them sleep while you win, okay? They sleep, we grind. (laughs) Best Fiends is the can't-put-it-down mobile puzzle game that's free to download with over 100 million downloads. This five-star rated mobile puzzle game is a must-play, coming from your girl straight from my mouth. More levels, events, and challenges are added all the time, so play away. There's always one more level. (laughs) Seriously, once you download Best Fiends, boredom won't stand a chance. I'm telling you, I don't have many moments to myself. But when I do, I love to play Best Fiends. I'm trying to defeat the slugs. They are literally always adding new levels, new characters, just new new scenery. I love Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends free today on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends without the R, Best Fiends. Fiends. All right, ladies, gentlemen, family from the non-binary. Everybody's welcome at our Mm. kitchen table. Mm Family of the non-binary, I'm sorry. Uh, we're all here. Um, and we are, in a very cliche way, uh, you know, readying ourselves for the upcoming um, season, uh, holiday season. Um, I think the the holiday that we don't really acknowledge, right? Because, you know, it's based upon, uh, you know, 
like in a commercial way, right? So we don't really acknowledge like Thanksgiving in terms of like the pilgrims and the Indians because that's racist, xenophobic, yes, <laughs> and just yes. flat out wrong. Absolutely. Uh, but we we tend to um, you know operate in the spirit of gratitude here at Getting Grown very often. Um, gratitude is a reset for us. Gratitude is uh, you know a, a, a daily practice. Um, mm-hmm. And just in the spirit of it tries to be huh? I said or tries to be right capacity that we're <laughs> building right. It's a skill. It's a muscle that we're building. The muscle of being thankful on a regular basis um and just in the spirit of what we are up against um you know as the holiday season starts in what is is probably will go down in history as one of the most treacherous years that that many of us have had to navigate we thought it would be Mm -hmm. good to kind of you know circle back and talk about some things that we are thankful for uh to kind of get our minds set and ready um to kind of approach the end of 2020 um and maybe, you know, in the, in the coming weeks, we can use some of this gratitude to kind of get us set up to talk about our goals, the goals that we mm-hmm. uh, set for this year, um, how those goals, how we f- are faring in terms of an update, and then also thinking and looking forward to 2021 um, with respect to the goals that we've set for ourselves. So there, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about um, what we're thankful for. Um, in a very cliche way, right? Because it just so happens that Thanksgiving is next week. Um, but we just have to do things as we have to do them. So, um, we're going to talk about gratitude, thankfulness, uh, the art of being grateful, um, especially during difficult trying times. So I'm going to kick it to you first, sis. Give me the first things that come to your mind when you think about, uh, things that you are grateful for in this season? Uh, first and foremost, my health. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm very grateful for that. I recognize that so many people are not, have not been. Um, and I'm grateful for my loved one's health as well. Um, you know, so many people have lost really close people to them this year. Absolutely. Uh, and while we're no stranger to loss of close loved ones period um or tragic you know or sudden death it never makes it easier Mm -hmm. and it's just been a pile on this year you know what i'm saying it's it's been wretched so i am grateful that i still have my health and i'm grateful that you know my loved ones have their health um and i'm and i recognize that that is a privilege right now Mm. in this time because there are people who are doing absolutely everything the right way Mm -hmm. and still are suffering so um i'm grateful for that i'm really really grateful for that for sure very grateful um i too am very grateful for um uh the gift of life opportunity of the opportunity that is you know having having um you know woke woke up this morning (laughs) um and mm-hmm. I'm grateful mm-hmm. for health and, um, you know, just the ability to, um, you know, move and function. Um, I don't take, I don't take mobility for granted. Um, I'm grateful for, uh, you know, the means to take care of myself 
Um, mm -hmm. I'm grateful for, um, uh, you know, uh, opportunities to continue to grow as um, a professional, as a as a intellect, um, and like a, a writer, a communicator, a leader. Um, I'm grateful for um, um, you know family, like you said, uh, that and that my family is safe and well. Um, and I am truly, truly thankful for um, just the opportunity that I have had this year to um, learn so much about myself. So like all of the things that we've been through um, as a as a people um, and then even some personal mm -hmm. things that I've navigated have all kind of taught me a lot about myself. Um, and I'm grateful for, I can look back on some of those challenges and difficulties and say, even though this was awful <laughs> in so many different ways, I, I can say Child. that I have learned a lot about myself in the process. And, um, mm -hmm. that is, that's really a blessing because I am coming to treasure perspective more and more and more every day. Um, I think, you know, when I was younger, I was so focused on just kind of getting through life and checking things off as far as like, you know, I wanted to get this accomplished and this done and I wanted to handle this and do that. Um, but you get to a place where you have, you know, thankfully reached some of those milestones and you have to kind of sit with the life that you thought that you wanted and be like, you know, <laughs> this is it. So now what? Um, and, you know, then then comes this, a whole nother a whole nother level of sort of unpacking and processing, um, you know, what it means to be content and happy and fulfilled. So I'm doing mm -hmm. that work right now and I'm thankful for the opportunity mm -hmm. to do it because I feel like it is a it, it means that I have it. I'm taking it to be like a rite of passage that I have, you know, um, transitioned to a place where I can now be thoughtful and reflective about my life in ways that I didn't really, I wasn't really conscious of before. So I'm, I'm truly, truly thankful for that. I love that. <laughs> um, another thing I'm grateful for is uh, su the support. Yeah. The listeners, the supporters of the Patreon, being able to be in a digital space is a really um is a privilege right now and i'm really grateful for that because i've been so many people have lost their jobs mm. so many people have have had income cut um and so to be able to take what i do and put it in be able to put it in a digital space and then have people support what i do and show support for what i do i'm immensely grateful for, for that sure. this is my job did you know creating content as lord i hate it i hate the sound of it it sounds like the most millennial thing <laughs> in the world but that's what i do you know what i'm saying <laughs> that's what i do and i have to sit with that that's my own shit you know, content but a content i'm a content creator <laughs> uh but being able to take, you know, being able to take that in a food space and in a in a cocktail space and and put that in a digital space and have people support you in that way and still have opportunities that come through, 
I also recognize the privilege in that, but I'm grateful for the support from that. I'm grateful that I have the opportunity to do that because it could be a different way. I was shook at the top of the pandemic. Yeah, I was shook. I'm always shook, first of all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? When you work for yourself, period, you're shook all the time because you're, you're your only means. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, I got to do the work. If I don't do the work, then I don't make the money. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can't take care of the things. And so I was I was especially shook at the top of the pandemic. I didn't know what was getting ready to happen. But I am really, really grateful that I've been able to navigate away and that I've had the support to be able to navigate that. <clears throat> um, and I recognize that. And I want to say thank you for that, for every single person who listens to this show, uh, even if you hate me. If you hate my singing, <laughs> I still i am grateful for you. You're, you're still, it's another download. It's another, it's another, it's another, it's another way. So I'm grateful for that. But the people who really do support, and there's, there's, there's people out there who really do support. I recognize that. I'm grateful for you all. I really am. Yeah, same. And I'm grateful for, I mean, we say this often, um, but it, it bears repeating. I'm grateful for the community that we are building through getting grown. And, you know, I think even like jointly, like, cause you know, I think, um, through our individual endeavors, it's so nice to see that, you know, people who support Teen Typing Fast also support Jade of All Jades um, and vice mm-hmm. versa. Um, and Absolutely. I think that, you know, we just want all of you to know that we we really are appreciate and, and seeing you all support each other the ways that you support mm-hmm. who we shout out on the shout out segments and who we support on our yes. social media i mean even down to the graduation announcements it's it's really yes. um um refreshing it's a joy to see how much we seem to all love to celebrate one another and support one another yes. in very authentic and genuine ways um and i love how transparent we are the ways that you guys you know frame your letters for the honesty box and your comments and um your responses to our to our kitchen table talks and things that we talk about on the show and even when we see you guys in person like you know i had the opportunity i was you know interviewed on uh, shades of content podcast i put posted on my social media but there's a young woman out here. You met her, Jade. Um, her name is Patrice. Uh, she owns yes. she owned camp spaces um, where you know where we had the team typing fast uh, brunch, and I think 2018. Um, she has a podcast called Shades of Content where she features uh, mm-hmm. Black women content creators, and one of the things that she says, and you know, I hear it all the time when I hear people who listen to the show, is that. You know, when she's listening to Getting Grown, she feels like she's talking with friends. She's sitting in her car mm-hmm. or wherever she's listening and she feels like she is, you know, at the table with us or in the conversation with us to the extent that, you know, she that. responds to what we say. But, you know, I hear that all the time <laughs> when I run into people, you know, just around town and just everywhere. People say that, that, you know, they feel like they are just sitting here with us. And that is something that we have been very intentional about. Um, when it comes to, you know, the way that we've created this show and curated this space, we wanted mm-hmm. to feel like we're all sitting around the kitchen table trying to figure out how the hell do we get through this life 
um, you know, in one piece. How the hell? <laughs> so yes. uh, I, I want to echo what Jay said and just kind of also add that the community that we're building with Getting Grown, the way that you support me, the way that you support Jay, the way that we all support each other, um, it's really just amazing to see. And it's one of the things that I really love, um, especially when you see so much hatred and competition and capitalism (laughs) um Mm. and how easily you know folks commodify things that you know i was talking to felicia about this just today like you see i i I feel a way about you know some of the some of the some of the ways that um some people have have started to charge people you know like i think I'm all I'm all of, all for entrepreneurship and, and people being paid for their their expertise, um, but mm-hmm. I I do feel like there is a point um, where you know sometimes you help people because you are in a position to, um, and sometimes it, it doesn't cost you to kind of share a kind word or a word of advice or encouragement, and that's not to say that you should be flooded and you have to answer. And people should take it event. You know, I'm I'm not saying that. I just I'm starting to see a lot of people marketing themselves in a way that I think targets folks who they could be serving. Um, and maybe I, I mm-hmm. we can talk about this a little bit more when I have you know better words to frame it. But you know, I think we all are where we are because somebody helped us. And mm-hmm. I just feel like sometimes. Um, you know, we ought to help each other just because we can, not because, you know, and, 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 and not, not because we can make a quick dollar, um, to do it. Mm-hmm. Right. So we have to, mm-hmm. we have to be leery and resistant of like embodying some of the, some of the values of capitalism and individualism mm-hmm. that disenfranchised us and our people. Um, and I think that while we are encouraging women and men and, and people generally to pursue passion and to to be enterprising and start businesses, I do feel like there is an element of service and, and community that is being lost in that because um, everybody Absolutely. is thinking about a way that they can market. How can you brand this? How can you market it? And sometimes it's just like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to teach you. I don't know how to write a lit review because somebody taught me how to do it and they didn't charge me $99, <laughs> but they just right. saw that I, I right. needed to know this in order to be, be better. And so they decided to help me. Um, and that was kind of a bit of a tangent, but I'm just saying I value and really appreciate the way that we just help each other. You know what I'm saying? We don't charge businesses to be featured on this platform. Um, not unless you buy ads. Not space. unless you buy ad space. But for the shout out segment, if we see what you're doing and we no. support what you're doing and we want to help amplify what you're doing, like we did with the sister today and her business, we will mm-hmm. share that. And it doesn't cost us anything to do that. So we don't think that it should cost you. Now, we can't do that for everybody, but to the extent that we can, we will. Um, and I just, right. I just value, I value that aspect of who we are and, and what the show is. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm great. I'm, I'm grateful for many things in this time. I know it's a, it, you know, we could reflect on, on the negative for sure. Uh, especially now, but I do have to constantly remind myself when I wake up in the morning, 
you have your health, you have your life, and you have your loves. And so that sounds cliche, live, laugh, love. <laughs> I will never have one of those signs in my house. <laughs> but <laughs> so good. But, you know, I am grateful to live, to laugh, and to love. Mm -hmm. I am grateful for that. I'm, you know, to be cliche, I'm grateful for my family. I'm grateful for my loved ones. I'm grateful for my sisters, my friends. I'm grateful for the people who support us. I'm 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 really just grateful. I'm grateful to still have my great grandmother, 95 years for old. For sure. You know what I'm saying? I'm grateful to have my to grandparents. Have known. Right. For like right. I'm grateful. Like I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for Kia. I'm grateful for Jay. I'm grateful for Noah. Um, you know, and I talk about yes. this all the time. And I say this all the time, you know, as my friends are are uh, and we're all getting older and starting families and, and doing that kind of thing. Uh, one of the things that I've missed about, missed most about losing my brother is like, you know, I feel like I won't have nieces or nephews. Um, so, you know, I'm grateful that Jade and Keisha and other friends who are parents let me love on their kids. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. And that's yeah. something that, that I don't take for granted, right? That's something that is really meaningful um to me but yeah i'm grateful even it's meaningful for you to be in our children's life and then when you get way up there <laughs> and they go to college yes i need we're gonna get all the kids in. and them niggas don't have to pay to go to college <laughs> we ain't gotta pay for them niggas to go to college we're really gonna be absolutely, grateful for absolutely. we're gonna get the babies educated we got to do it okay um but yeah i'm, I'm it is it is and i'm grateful for little things too right just all things i don't take nothing yeah. for granted i tweeted the other day i'm grateful for long nail beds and i'm <laughs> i'm grateful that my big toe is my big toe yes <laughs> yeah oh well no 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 i don't have that. i mean even if you i do, have the long middle it's okay it's not a judgment. I'm just saying there are little things. The little things that you appreciate about yourself is what it is. What it's about. Um, I'm not mad at it. You know what I'm saying. I'm grateful I don't have you know big old honking ears. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying. They would probably look real weird on my head. It's, it's <laughs> the things we just have to find little things to be grateful for. Man, I'm grateful that I can still run on the treadmill. I, I'm because you know everybody's not able. Um. And Truly. I just, you know, there, I mean, and, and even through all of this craziness, all of this madness, like I'm grateful that I still have what I need. Like Jay said, I'm grateful that I'm still employed. I'm grateful that, that I am, you know, I have the means, like I said, the means to take care of myself. I have, you know, I've not missed a, I've not missed a bill in the pandemic. Yeah. I've not, you know what I'm saying? Like, so just... Just saying all of these things and not to be prideful or boastful, but in ways of just genuine appreciation and to hopefully inspire you to, yes. to sit down, sit down and take inventory of, of the things that you've been able to do, have and accomplish, um, even in the midst of one of the most difficult years of our lives. Um, mm -hmm. And even if you have dealt with some really hard things um, this year. I still challenge you to think about the things that, you know, you can be thankful for surviving that mm -hmm. very difficult mm -hmm. circumstance. And I know what that, that feels like too. Um, so yeah, thankful, 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 thankful. And we're hopeful that um, this will inspire us all to think about what we have, 
and also give us the courage to continue to desire. You know what I'm saying? We thankful. Like we think, man, I'm mm-hmm. like, for me, I'm like, if God can bless me despite all of this crazy, you know, I'm, I have, I'm crazy enough to believe that he'll continue to, to bless me. Um, and I can continue to hope for and desire things and not let circumstances beat, uh, you know, your hopes and dreams out of you, you know, even though if it was hard this year, still continue to persevere and set goals for next year um, and and the years to come. So we hope that helps in trying to just, you know, reflect on a few good thoughts um, just a few, a few things, even if you be great. I don't know if you can order a burger tonight. Be grateful mm-hmm. for that. <laughs> you wanted a burger. You got to eat a burger. If you, if you, you have know, a warm it doesn't place always have to, to sleep, be giant, yes. huge things. You have a warm That's place it. to sleep. You, even if it's not yours. Warm, soft Mexican blankets. Yeah. <laughs> even yeah. if it's not, even if it's your mama's <laughs> house, even if it's your mama's couch, even if it's you sleeping on your friends, whatever, or you borrowing, whatever you have it and it's yours and you don't have to be outside. You're not out on the street. So there is literally something in our lives for us to to look up and say, you know what, this could be a different way, and I'm grateful it's not. Uh. And we hope that helps you to reflect on that. And we hope that, um, you know, we know this might be really difficult time for people, especially uh, in the pandemic. You know, people are not going to get to see their loved mm-hmm. ones the way they want to. Um, and so, you know, we just want to send you some love over here if you're – having a hard time if you're not going to be able to go home if you're not going to be able to go see your family you know we hope there are ways that you're able to navigate around that safely and um yeah we want to send you some love this year so i will be cooking for us yeah because that's what i want to (laughs) eat but it'll be a different year it won't be all my niggas in the whole wide world in one place like i usually love to have Mm -hmm. so Sending love, sending love to everybody. Yeah, and I don't know Let's what I'll be cooking, if I'll be, be cooking at all. But I've already... You should make them delicious turkey wings. I don't know if I want turkey wings. I just don't. I just, I don't know. I've, I've actually thinking about doing something I've never done before. Um, like cooking something What's I've that? never cooked before. But I feel like, I don't know if Thanksgiving is a time for experimentation. But it's not like anything crazy. But I have never prepared like... um like beef ribs or anything by myself. Like I've never done that before, Ooh. but I feel like I might want to like try my hand at that. Ooh, you can make a tasty like wine and brown sugar rub. Mm. I don't know. I will probably be consulting you for help because I have no idea. Um, but I'm I just thinking you. about what it is That's that I tasty. might try. And you know, that was something that came to mind because I mean, I have to be honest, I'm not in the mood for kind of traditional, Thanksgiving food mm-hmm. in the mean, in the way of like turkey and dressing. Like, you know, I probably will right. have macaroni and cheese and grease because that's just, it's, to me, it's just not dinner if I don't have those things. But I'm feeling yeah. like in lieu of like turkey and dressing, what if I did like, you know, a, sh- a, a beef short rib and like a rice and gravy or something yes. of that uh, along those lines. Or a beef short rib and a tasty little garlic mash. Something of those, something in that, in that vein. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you posted. I'm not mad at that, sis. Keep us posted. 
and let us know the few things that you all are grateful for. We're going to have an episode soon where we go on all of these recaps because we have a bunch of lovely responses to many episodes. Yes. So we want to hodgepodge that into into an episode soon to come. So let us know some of the things you're grateful for, you know, big and small. We'd love to hear it. And let's move along to our honesty box. Are you suffering from maskne? Is it preventing your glow up? Urban Skin RX is an unparalleled line of clinical skin care for diverse skin tones, offering affordable and effective products for blemishes and dark spots. If you're struggling with maskne and dark spots left behind by acne scars, Urban Skin RX has the best products to help improve your skin. Their products cater to all skin types, including high levels of active ingredients and are formulated specifically for melanin-rich skin. Cult followers rave about the Acne and Blemish Control Mask, a dual-action treatment mask that fights acne, prevents future breakouts, and improves the appearance of dark spots left behind by acne. Blue in color, this mask can be used as a potent spot treatment for isolated breakouts or used as an all-over face mask treatment. It will help clarify the complexion and minimize blackheads, as well as deep clean pores and exfoliate away dead skin cells. I'm a big fan of the acne and blemish control mask. But let me tell y'all what is really my jam jam. The uh, purifying two in one pumpkin pore detox mask. Oh, jam. Listen, listen, that's my jam. Like Teddy Riley. Oh, jam. Listen, it is. It is the bomb. (laughs) Um, I have used that, you know, on the days where, you know, when I wear a lot of makeup and I really want to get a deep clean, um, you know, anything that I feel like might be clogging my pores. um, This two in one pumpkin pore detox mask does it. You feel the tingling um, and it is really good for uh, those of us who have um, any kind of problems, so if you have uh, breakout prone skin, if you have clogged pores or large pores, if you have any unevenness to your skin tone, um, and if you like me and Boosie and you're aging, <laughs> this also uh, helps to combat <laughs> aging and dull skin along with my other jammy jam, the Super C Brightening Serum. So I've always had, mm-hmm. um, you know, deep set eyes and I have little, you know, a little darkness underneath my eye. And this uh, vitamin C, Super C Brightening Serum has really helped to com- to uh, combat that. Um, and it's really good. Vitamin C is very good for skin. Um, and it's really preventative, you know, like I said, for me and Boosie who are getting up there in age. Okay. <laughs> So uh, you can get 20% off today using the code GROWN20 when you shop online at UrbanSkinRx.com. That's 20% off using code GROWN20 at UrbanSkinRx.com. Honestly? Truly. Okay, Fifi. So I actually wanted to do kind of two honesty boxes, but not really two. Hmm. We're going to do an update. Okay. And then we're going to do our, our, our regular honesty box. Okay. So remember, we had Rosie a couple weeks ago who had um, issues with her sister-in-law popping up at her crib in the panty. Okay, yes. Yes, I do remember that. Yes. Um, but she said, hi, ladies, it's Rosie. And I wanted to give you an update on the pop-up sis issue. I spoke with my husband about my frustrations concerning COVID and his sister's visits, and the conversation did not go well. Oh, boy. Husband stated he already spoke to his sister and did not want to remind her that visits are not allowed at this time. He said his sister may be trying to get a break from being stuck at home with the kids and was using our house for some relief. My reply was that I am also home with children, and my goal is to keep them safe from the virus raging outside. Mm. 
I also stated that our home is not Chuck E. Cheese, not Six Flags, not Disneyland, nor a weekend destination for anyone. My Lord. I told hubby I would give him time to contact his sister, but when I noticed him dragging his feet, I rose up on the third day and took care well, of him myself. Well, all right. <laughs> When my call to sis went unanswered, I sent a group text to her and husband to put them on notice that our household will no longer allow unscheduled visits. Any scheduled visits will take place outdoors and that playdates can be arranged for the children at the park, outdoor skating rink, etc. I firmly stated the guidelines I presented were non-negotiable and should be respected and followed. I never received a response from my sis and my husband was a bit upset for a few days. Hmm. I told him I will always do what's necessary to protect my family, my household, and my peace. With the surge of COVID cases here in California and throughout the country, I want everyone to stay safe. I understand it's tough being home all day, even more so with children. Still, we have to do our part to stay safe, even if that means I have to tell a few folks off. So be it. Go ahead, Rosie. Okay, Rosie, you better let him know. He'll be all right, and guess what? He'll be real happy when he is 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 healthy and safe, free from COVID. So, thank you for that update. Um, in our honesty box this week, would you like to give our listener a pseudonym? I would. Okay, let's call her Blankisha. Blankisha says, hi, ladies. Hi. I love your podcast. I enjoy every topic that you've discussed. <laughs> Keep up the good work. Thank you, girl. To give you some background info, I'm 37 years of age and happily married with three beautiful girls, 11, 4, and and 3. Very nice. I worked for the government and decided that it was time to move on to a different career path. I graduated from college in 2004, but decided that I wanted to go back to become a registered nurse. Mm -hmm. I was accepted to the nursing program. However, after passing the first semester, I knew in my heart that I was done. What I experienced that first semester was awful. It was nothing but tears and depression for me. I was unavailable to my family due to hours of studying and early hours of clinicals on top of working full time. My advisor told me that nursing school is considered a part time job and that I should consider quitting my full time job that I cannot do. My hubby is self-employed and I hold the health benefits, medical prescription, dental vision, flexible spending, etc. on my family. During the summer break, I enjoyed family time. My goals and aspirations of becoming a nurse slowly dwindled away. The week before starting the second semester, I gave up my clinical seat with no regrets. Every once in a while, I feel like I should have pushed through the tears and depression to reach my goals. Do you feel like I did the right thing or is this what I must endure to excel in life? I have four years to return to the program. What should I do? Thank you. Sincerely, Blankisha. Blankisha, girl, take the pressure off yourself. And I don't think that anyone other than you can uh, say whether or not this is the best decision for your life. Um, Mm -hmm. I say take the pressure off yourself because you didn't fail. You didn't do anything wrong. You you tried something. Um, It was really hard. You didn't quit. You finished that year. And after you had that information of the first year, you made another decision. You made a decision using that information for what would be best for you and your family going forward. So there's no L's here. You did not lose. Um, like we said before, you had a right to change your mind. This is not, That's you it. didn't fail out of nursing school. Um, it was just something that didn't fit into your life at the present time. And listen, mm-hmm. 
it may change two years down the line. It may be a different situation. Um, and, and it may be that you want to try again. Um, but there is no, mm-hmm. there is no, um, like I said, I don't see any losses here. I don't see where you did something wrong or you should feel bad. Like you thought you wanted to do something, you tried it, it didn't work. <laughs> and that's not, yep. that's not, it didn't work out like you wanted it to, but that's not because uh, of anything that you, you did or didn't do. It was just that this doesn't, this doesn't fit your current situation in ways that best serve you and your family. Um, and so you have yep. to do what you have to do. So I commend you for, you know, trying, like, you know, you took the risk. That's, that's how, that's how we get to wherever we're supposed to be. We have to take the risk. Um, and you know, you got, you took the risk, you got some new information and you made a decision with that information that you had. So I don't see, like, I think that you are right on course and right, right on, on the pathway to you, you know, to be wherever it is that you are going to supposed to, supposed to end up. Um, so I think that, you know, it wasn't a waste of time at all. It wasn't, uh, it was just a thing that happened and that has shaped your path forward. And, you know, congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> as far as whether or not you should go back, I think that's solely up to you. If I felt like you were pining, like you said you were dealing with depression and things like that um, at the top of the program, frustrations, which, you know, are things that come along with new experiences and learning. You know what I'm saying? That's just that's just part for the course. But um, if you're really pining to go back and this is something you've said to yourself, like, I really want to finish this. I know ultimately this is what I want to do. Then go back. If it's not, if you did that year, I completely agree with Kia. If you did that year and said, you know what? This is not for your girl. <laughs> it's just not for your girl. It, I think it is perfectly okay for you to say, I don't want to do it anymore. Period. We had a whole episode on yes. it. Yes. Period. So, period. Ta. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's how they spell it. Period. Ta. <laughs> but, uh, I never quite understood that. But I think that it is well within your right to change your mind. And if you found something that works for you, it doesn't make you a quitter at all. It doesn't make you a quitter. And if it's something that you want to go back and finish, then go back and finish. And maybe you'll find a time where it works a little bit better to do so. Mm-hmm. And that's what we got for you, Blankisha. That's it. Keep us posted. Let us know how things roll and how they work out for you. We love to hear it. Continue to send your honesty box questions to Podcast at gmail.com. And we shall scurry along to these black people self-cares. Okie doke. I deserve a king. Well, I care. <laughs> so, in black people self-care, um, this week, you know, y'all don't know where I live, so I can say this one here. Bird, uh, your girl bought herself a apartment washer and dryer. Go off. Okay. I was like, until I can get, because the next space I have, let me tell you how the next space I have will have. Go ahead. 
a washer dryer and dishwasher. Tell the people. But in the meantime, I was like, let me just get on this here internet. <clears throat> Tristan's cousin, she saw. I saw that she got. I said, send me the links because what we won't be doing this winter is trekking to a laundromat. Period. <laughs> In this winter, Panty, we won't be trekking to the laundromat. So I got myself a little apartment washer and dryer that can handle a very decent capacity of laundry, you know, that's not going to, like, you know, cause a ruckus and a stir. Um, we ain't supposed to have them, but you know, whatever. And that's my black woman self-care. Nigga, I needed it. <laughs> this was a need. You got to do what you got and to I'm, do. Oh, and going back to the kitchen table talk, I am grateful to have it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Sim- what you similarly, got? Uh, I bought a couch. Um, <gasps> you bought a couch? I bought a couch. Those of you who have been near and dear and very close into my life know that I have been oh, 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 coveting oh, 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 one particular couch since before oh, I got the house, shit, I've been thinking nigga. about this one couch. And um, have... I went ahead and I bought the couch. It's supposed to be delivered oh, tomorrow. Shit. And um, oh, we got a living room. The living room is coming together, you know, okay. over the last few. The Lord has blessed. The Lord has blessed. It's been good. And I'm working on things, trying to make my downstairs a little bit more livable because you know we started from scratch so i bought some stools for my um kitchen you got, got stools i got a little a little kitchenette table and two chairs and now i have a couch and a rug we're moving right wait any of the chairs that we talked about I, no i but i i saw some i'll send you the link to the chairs that are coming okay um, okay. I got a rug, a couch. So yeah, now I just need my little. I got I got a little entertainment center in my little Wayfair cart that I got my eyeballs on. I'm hoping that you know a little Black Friday situation will bring that price down a little bit, and I just need to get a TV, okay. and then we can start you know thinking about like decor for the downstairs. You know, I don't want to do an accent wall. I need to get like lighting fixtures, other things. But we're moving. We're getting since this is leaps and bounds from what we yeah, last talked about. Getting, like you started doing Kia's castle together. It's coming together. <laughs> Chateau Kia. It's happening. <laughs> it is happening and God is great. No lies told I'm here. I'm grateful for all of that. Yes. I'm very grateful. I'm grateful. And yes. I asked the Lord since, you know, my my job announced that we will be working remotely well into the end of I mean until the end of the coming fiscal year. So I'll be home well into the spring of 2021 almost yes. the summer so i wanted yes. to make sure that my house yes. is very comfortable and livable that i'll be here um so god is moving he's doing it there are other little things that i need but i'm trusting that slowly but surely we're going to get there and that's my black woman self-care i'm really grateful and thank you to everyone i'm working on a formal thank yous for all the people that uh, were so gracious and kind and nice to send things from my registry. I can't tell you how much it's meant to me and how big of a help it has been. And I'm going to thank each of you individually as soon as I kind of yes. get my life together to do that. But know from my heart that each and every one of you who sent all kinds of things, towels and lamps and cups and plates and everything, anything that I needed, you guys, held me down and I, I know that I appreciate each and every one of you and I'm working on a way to thank you all individually and personally but know that I really appreciate it and um, you know I'm just feeling really good about that so that's my black woman self care 
I love to hear it. Oh, that made me so happy. (laughs) Okay. All right. Well, you know what? Let's just bring it on down and go to the petty peeves then. Get negative. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my sister. Because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. Petty sits on my heart today. Oh, boy. It sits on my heart. I've got two petty peeves. Ooh. As you know, anytime we step foot in the airport, it's going to be a petty peeve. Oh, yes. Yes. The words social distance speak for themselves. And yet, some people have a hard time understanding that that is supposed to be a thing. Don't stand by me (laughs) when there are other places to stand when we are supposed to be i don't care if we both have masks on there are other places to stand and you can go stand there distanced from me socially me that's right so that's my first petty peeve that's it real simple the second one is real pointed and i'm sure some niggas are going to be mad and at this point i don't care because it's clear that you don't care there's a party here in brooklyn by the Name of the I Spy Party. Oh. And um, funny enough, they used to have parties like in my backyard of my brownstone because my landlord would rent out the backyard. And they were, all the parties that happened in the backyard were just disruptive to everything that happens in life. (laughs) But nonetheless, that's not your problem. My problem is I have seen where they are now holding parties in Brooklyn underground what and telling people come to the party you ain't gotta wear no mask i know you're being (sighs) oppressed in the streets you know we're not here to oppress you wah 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 whoop de whoop de whoop you can feel however you want to feel personally within your household but i need i don't understand what's so fucking hard to grasp about the concept of keeping other people safe. This is not about oppression of anything. And you sound just as fucking dumb as those red hat monkeys do out here fighting with no cause and for no cause. You sound just as stupid as them holding these parties, telling people we're not going to oppress you. So you're just exposing everybody and then these niggas go to parties so they clearly don't give a fuck either because they want to go to a party where they don't have to wear no mask and lord knows where the fuck else they're going and then we all have to coexist in the same borough and go to supermarkets and bodegas and everything else and you out here living lawless and reckless and don't give a fuck about anybody else nobody's trying to fucking oppress you There's a goddamn pandemic outside. There's a goddamn virus going around that is killing niggas. They are. It's killing niggas that I've known. It's killing niggas that I don't know, but it's killing people. And you are no better than them same racists who sit up here and fight for nothing. Putting other people in danger for the sake of what? Listening to most deaf in somebody's fucking basement. Give me a break. So I don't think that's very petty. Like I flew to L.A. I understand that. I recognize that. I went out there to work. I went and got one house and set up in that house 
so that I could work. I left to go to a farmer's market to tested. get things for you my also work. Got before you I left. got tested. You got tested when you got I there. tried to get as as many things as I could do to try to keep other people safe. I tried to do those. And yet and still, there might be somebody out there who goes, well, you should have just set the fuck at home. That's fine. But you are out here partying and purposely telling people, irresponsibly telling people they don't have to cover their face. Come on out. Let's breathe up each other's air and drink brown liquor. I fucking hate y'all. I'm not mad at a quarantine. I'm not mad at anybody who is finding safe ways to navigate where they're not exposing masses of people to, 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 to a virus. Without, they're not exposing loved ones to a virus. If you're finding a safe quarantine where you all are getting tested and you're not out here wilding to make sure that everybody else stays safe. But you, 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 you're partying for what? You, so, you can't dance in your own goddamn house. You can't find one friend who's not going to go out either and y'all just dance up in the crib and order chicken wings. You can't do that. You can't drink brown liquor alone. Nigga, I smoke blunts in my house. I don't have to go to a party to do it. <laughs> like, I fucking hate. I hate him. I hate him. So, you know, if niggas are mad, be mad. Call me. Tweet me. Instagram me. Do whatever you got to do. But you're a fucking asshole. And I'll tell you, you're a fucking asshole to your face. What's your petty piece? Mine actually builds off of yours um, because there are people who, you know, I think everybody is grown. We say that all the time on this day, on this show and everyone has the capacity, the right, the, the privilege to make their own choices. But they also have the responsibility to kind of deal with whatever consequences um, come as a result of the choices that they make. Um, and I think if you choose to um you know navigate this pandemic in ways uh you know however you want to i'm not even going to judge you so if you if you want to if, if you continuing to you know have and host parties um if, if you are continuing to um you know not wear a mask um, if you're continuing to, you know, go out and socialize and, and do things because you don't want to be confined to your home because of a global pandemic, that's your right and privilege. Um, and you can really do whatever it is that you want to do. But my ask is that you not judge people or make fun of people or bully people or or, you know, talk shit about people who um, are, are ha, have who have boundaries and are doing things to keep themselves safe and sane during such a difficult time. Um, if you're like, you know, if you invite somebody to your house and they choose not to come, now it's not the time for you to coax and, and cajole and convince them nope. and guilt them into doing something that they are not comfortable nope. doing. It's the time for you to say, okay, we will miss you, but we understand. That's all that you are permitted to say at this time, because people are literally truly, doing truly. what it is that they have to do to keep themselves safe. So if you're hosting a Friendsgiving and somebody says that they don't want to come, now's not the time for you to ask them why. Now's not the time for you to try to, you know, well, what can we do to change your mind? Now's not the time for that. If that's what you want to do, if no. you want to host a Friendsgiving and open your home to people, um, 
that's your business. But if, if, if I or anybody else choose not to do that, that's our business. And we just ask that you respect it. Don't ask us why. Don't ask us if we okay. Don't ask us if, you know, it's, you know, people are just out here doing what it is that they have to do. And if you can't love them the way that they need and, and respect them in the way that they need to be, then, then I think that that's something that's, that's more of a reflection of who you are um, and, and how you see your relation, you, yourself in relation to them, as opposed to the reflection of who, who they are. Um, so again, yep. that's not all that petty, but that's something that I feel like uh, needs to be said because you know there there are those of there are people who are comfortable, right? They do what they have to do, they keep themselves safe, and they're not worried or anxious about going outside. And then there are people who are like me who have bad nerves, and uh, even when we try to go outside, <laughs> we don't enjoy ourselves because we are uh, worried. Because you constantly think of niggas. Absolutely, we worried about spittles and <laughs> and all of that. So if we if we choose to stay home, just allow us to stay home. It's not a shot against you. Yep. This is not saying f you and your birthday. This is not. This is not anything like that. This is like you know the world is in crisis. I have uh you know pre existing conditions. I I'm immunocompromised, and I for those reasons I'm choosing to stay home and um you shouldn't even have to say all that it's a panty i don't want to come <laughs> um but yeah i mean <laughs> you know just i i've i have experienced that on my own but also i had you know talking to a friend um you know um who lives in atlanta and she was saying that she's been fielding all kinds of invitations this week about you know brunches and friendsgivings and she's not comfortable and you know because she's when she says that she doesn't want to go people try to convince her they try to change her mind and i don't think that that's fair um i too have been invited to some things this weekend and i'm gonna i'm gonna contact all those people who are hosting and thank them so much for thinking of me and tell them that i love them but i won't be there (laughs) and that's just that on that and that's just going to be that that's on that. That's just that on that. And I love y'all. And y- listen, if y'all want to sit around at the function and talk about me and my nerves in my house, that's your business. Okay. Have at it. But I'm not coming. But, <laughs> but I'm going to be in my house with my nerves. <laughs> I'm going to be in my house doing what I do. God bless you all. And that <laughs> is another episode of Gay and Grow. <laughs> for sure. We thank you all so much for listening we hope everybody stays very, very safe. Um, Please adhere to and, whatever advisories know. and guidelines are being set forth by your local officials, whoever they are. Just listen. Yeah. Just listen. Just, Please. Just, just if do they it. are asking you to, you know, you know, limit the number of people you are around and, you know, not travel. You know, if they're asking you to follow guidelines... Just do it because the longer, I mean, you know, the more and more people don't adhere to the provisions and the guidelines that are being set forth, the longer we all have to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Like, I really feel like, and I could be wrong, this is my speculation, but I feel like local governments are trying to get a handle of this thing um, in lieu of a national shutdown, like, which may be, which may very well need to happen. Like, and Joe Biden's already talking about making that a thing but i feel i've heard that he is mm-hmm. traveling to different states to partner with governors and and state and local officials to try to to 
curb some of this because I don't know if y'all know, but the numbers are climbing exponentially and they are worse than yeah, ever before. I, um, I saw today that New York City schools are closing because, you know, the infection rate is at 2.5%. At one point, it was just 1%. Yep. So that's more yep. than double, you know? So guys, we have to take this seriously. Um, and I just, and I just really, I know it's hard. Like I haven't seen my family since Christmas, since I left them last Christmas, I have not seen my mother or my grandparents. And that's very hard for me, but I have to sit still. I have to sit still because I don't want to do anything that will compromise their health. And I don't want to do anything that will compromise mm -hmm. my health. So if that means that I have to sit in my house and make beef short ribs and FaceTime my mama, then that's what I'm going to do. Um, mm -hmm. Whatever you, you need to do for yourself, please do it safely. Please do it safely. You know, and please think about all the people around you and all the people you have to exist in the world with. In the supermarket, in the Walgreens, in the CVS. So, you know... We say that with love. Absolutely. You know, and respect, I, I right? I'm not, sit, absolutely. And respect. I'm sitting my black ass down. I'm not going nowhere else. I respect how Cuomo's handling it. Soon as I got off the plane, excuse me. <laughs> Soon as I got off the plane, they make you fill out a form. You got to put all your information, your address. If you're not, if you're a resident, if you're not a resident, you got to put where you stand. Um, your phone number, you got to put a bunch of shit and they are monitoring to try to try to curb this a little bit. I'm like, all right, you know what? That's my one work trip. That's it. I won't be going nowhere else. So until it's safe enough and they tell us it's safe enough to do so. And that's not being controlled. That's just trying to be responsible. Not at all. Being so in the meantime, outside of doing things safely, sis, what else do they need to be doing? Moisturize your skin. Moisturize your body. Drink your water. And moisturize your mind by minding your business. <laughs> okay? Ooh. That's how you keep your mind ooh, moist. Ooh, ooh. You mind your business. Okay? Moisture is key. All, yes. Moisture is always key. And moisture is the name of the game. Why, sis? Because you're black and your brain will crack <laughs> if they are dry. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, y'all. Bye. Bye.